This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host this morning, Super Vegan Brian, and as you can see, I still am in an echo chamber. Um, my new house is here. My podcast room is not sound muted yet, um, but I think the quality has been pretty good. Um, I am joined by my co-host, David Theobald III. Hey, everybody. Courtesy Smurferica. Hola. And we have been building up to this episode for a long time. We planned it ages ago. Um, we are joined by a special guest, um, one of the stars of the movie Shazam, um, and a very promising hip-hop artist. Um, I have been watching his freestyle raps for a while since we've been planning this, and I am just so excited to um, welcome Pedro from Shazam, Jovan Armand. Welcome. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Is there anything else you can tell us about yourself that I didn't mention? Um, pretty avid gamer, uh, marijuana enthusiast, and hey. very tired. <laughs> yes, for listeners who don't know, every other week we record this episode at 8 in the morning, and most of us are just woken up. I am... oh, Not me. I've been up for a long time. Oh, yeah. yeah, but yeah. You're, you're from the future, so... Yeah. She's a morning person. Well, she's, she's also, also coast, in she's so. also in the east coast so she's yep. <laughs> I got you. like 11 here yeah she's not pacific like most of us mm. well um we're all here um we have a topic for you this morning we're going to be talking about the podcast we like to listen to and a little bit about the podcasting medium um what's it like and um but first but first, we're going to play everyone's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You, where we all talk about the nerdiest thing we've done in the last couple of weeks, and we vote using the patented Mike Myler widget system. And as our guest this morning, Jovan, um, mm -hmm. you get to go first. Um, what is the nerdiest thing you've done in the past few weeks? Um, I'm trying to think like, what's pretty nerdy. I guess trying to get a PS5 this whole time has been kind of Ooh, a nerdy yeah. aspect of, of my life. Me too. I have, had, I have not been able to love K1. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had my my tax my tax lady, my account, my lawyer, my manager. They're all trying to get me one, oh, <laughs> and wow. so is so is my mom, uh, and like two of my other cousins who were all like just on the internet half the time. Like I'll, I'll text everybody like, "Yo, 2 p.m. <laughs> check Walmart, check the Best Buy, like yeah, what's yeah. up?" But it's crazy because like those bots are so quick. You literally have no shot sometimes. Mm -hmm. And the, the times that I actually got a shot, 
it's like I forget one digit from my card, and I'm like, oh, oh <laughs> I gotta do it again. <laughs> like this and that, but um, and then it freezes up, which is so crazy. Like I think that's probably the nerdiest thing I've done is do that, and also. I also researched how the hell do I make my own bot because I started getting annoyed. I was like, I'm gonna make my own <laughs> <laughs> to work against them. All right, that is that is very very nerdy, especially when you're doing research <laughs> into writing code to form your own bot. Right, I eventually gave up because I was like, all right, that's too much. <laughs> yeah, I tried the same thing. I thought about it because uh, my husband he took the day off work for the launch to try to get it for me for Christmas, oh, and wow. then um, unable to. I have a friend that works at GameStop. And he's supposed to let me know when they get them in, but I still have to order it online. So it's not like I have like an inn where I can just go get it. Yeah. And so we've done the online waiting thing. And to your point with the bots, I, I looked into it too. I was like, all right, how hard could this be? <laughs> it's exactly. a lot more than I'm, than I'm willing to do. So I was like, yeah. I guess I'll just be patient. But good to know somebody else is feeling the pain. That I for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm lucky that I had a Switch before all this, too, because I heard in the beginning there was like this whole thing with the Nintendo Switch where it was like sold out everywhere. And yeah, they uh, they yeah. disappeared for a while when, uh, when, when the trouble started back in. Yeah, I even reached out to, to Nintendo because I've, I've had a sponsorship from them for a little while and they've actually hooked me up with a lot of, of cool games and stuff. And I hit them up. I was like, yo. Let me get these games before they like are gone from everywhere. <laughs> yeah, now we that... were lucky enough. Uh, Christmas, we got a second because my daughter, my uh, oldest daughter, had a Switch, and my husband and I liked it. So we were always kind of fighting over whose turn it was. So mm-hmm. for Christmas, we bought a Switch together. We're like, okay, this one's ours, and the kids can use the other one. And then you know, COVID happened, and then they were gone. I was like, that was an excellent purchase, guys. <laughs> Right. Something about switches and toilet paper, man. Everybody just wanted them. <laughs> <laughs> that is epically nerdy. David, what about you? Well, uh, a couple weeks ago, World of Warcraft dropped the expansion Shadowlanding that pretty hard since it launched. So How I, is that? I heard it was good. The storyline's pretty good. I'm enjoying it thoroughly. Yeah, my de- my Death Knight hit a covenant near level 55 swing heroic dungeon. Yay! I thought that they squished the levels. They did. Uh, we went from 50 to 60, but uh, the your item level refers to gear score and all the gear you're with. It takes up uh, there's hmm. like 14 and everything. And they all have a a, le- a level number, and it takes the average of your level number. And that's how they that's how they uh, I don't want to say gatekeep. That's how they lock that are underpowered out higher. Or and 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 you can't do you can't do heroics until your item level is 155. They just unlocked the new mythic to get harder original dungeon. So end game content is beginning for Shadowlands. That kind of sounds like uh, Destiny. Have you ever heard of that? Yes, yes, it's a lot like it. Oh, I played the heck out of some Destiny, and then it got to a point where. Not Destiny 2, the first one, where, like, you had to, like, be super good friends with, like, five people to <laughs> to go into the higher tier places, and that's where all the good crap was anyway. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I only know, like, a couple people that were playing PlayStation, or I guess it was Xbox. We had an Xbox at that time. And, like, they were never on, and it wasn't a total of five of us, and I was like, fuck it, I'm out. <laughs> I jumped in at Destiny 2, and I ran into a little bit of that, and I started to make friends, and I started to be able to go to some of the raids and stuff, and then Blizzard gave, Blizzard lost Destiny 2 and ended up going back to Steam, and 
my import cra- didn't work and I wasn't able to play and I just ended up not being able to get into the game. I, and I, it was more trouble than it was worth. So I, I dropped it, but yeah, destiny is an awesome game. I miss it, but it, yeah, they basically screwed me over when it switched over to steam. Well, I play apex now because I can, first off, you can just randomize with whoever, like you don't actually have to know anybody to start any groups. You can just randomize any games, which is great. And there are no higher level things, which kind of sucks, but it's always different. And, and I enjoy, they're always like adding more stuff, but I get to play with people I know because my brother plays that one and you don't have to know like every other person that you're playing with. So I feel like that's an upgrade that Destiny, I mean, if it's still going on with Destiny 2 that they need to make, because as a girl gamer, it's hard to make friend gamers. I'm just saying. <laughs> so You know, I, I've always loved the, the thought that people play gaming as a social do, yet these games require you to have friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of crazy. I've played with the same people for like, five five-ish years mm-hmm. to the point where it's like kind of crazy it's almost like my best friends that i've never even met in person <laughs> oh and, i know i know and, and I met... some of them i actually met on destiny one originally and mm. they're just like some kids from john f kennedy which i've never even met <laughs> i met this kid on apex not not to keep tangenting brian i know you're watching time but just, don't worry about it. Just go, just transition into your nerdy thing and then we're, okay. we're yes. set. Yes, Erica, okay. what's nerdy with you? Okay, well, first I'm going to talk about the kid I met on Apex. So, <laughs> so I was playing with my brother and this random kid joined us and he was like 13 or something and a real young kid and he's, he's a real good player, um, but also has fun with it. He's not like, you know, you better be good or, you know, I, I've run into to kids like that. But he was just real, real sweet kid, uh, lots of fun to play with. And um, my brother dropped off. He was like, all right, I got to work in the morning. And I was like, well, I'm not done playing. I was like, hey, do you want to still keep playing? And he was like, yeah. So I spent till like three in the morning. Well, three in the morning, my time, which I guess was midnight because he was on the West Coast, playing with this 13-year-old kid and his buddy answering all the mom questions that they could possibly throw at me. <laughs> so it was like, Oh man, I'm really lonely. I don't, I'm not in school and a friend, you know, like just like all this stuff, just listening. Like these kids were just like venting at me like, yeah, man, I never had anything like that. It's hard. What you're going through is hard. Be kind to yourself and stuff. And like, we got, we got off that. And the next morning I woke up and he was like, ask me his friend. And every single time he sees me, on the game he's like hey man let's play i'm like his new favorite person to, to play with so you're so. the game group mom now i'm the, game- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the gamer mom oh so uh my nerdy thing is so i got on the playstation store uh for black friday sales of course and I got Sims 4 for Amelia because she had been trying to play 3 on my computer, but I was having like video card issues. And then I finally said, screw it. I don't care enough about the Sims to spend any more time on this. I dismantled my computer and put it all back together and replaced every part trying to fix this problem. So I bought it for her on the PlayStation and I was like, great, she can play it on the PlayStation. And she was like, mom, play with me. So Amelia and I have been building a sim 
community together and spending some wonderful quality time creating characters and story and figuring out who's going to do what and, you know, who's going to interact with who. And I think this has really helped her with feeling lonely and out of control during this whole pandemic. Because even though it's just like a imaginary world and, you know, for the Sims, for her, she feels like she has control of something and we get to spend quality time together. So it's kind of like a win. So that's, that's my nerdy thing. I gamed with my daughter. Trapping people in swimming pools and the ladders or uh, (laughs) taking people into the, into rooms of their house and then leaving all the doors. (laughs) (laughs) No, we haven't murdered anybody. Uh, We have not. Sorry, those are the things I remember doing when I played The Sims back in the day. <laughs> no, but what was fun is we played, uh, so one of the pre-made Sims, and there is an elderly lady, and her like dream in life is to find the love of her life, right? So Amelia and I decide to make this person that matches this other Sim perfectly and make them get married. So we do that, and we're trying to hurry and do it as fast as we can before she dies, because she is like... <sighs> She's at the end. Like when you start the game and she's like loaded up, she's like, she's got like three sim days before she's dead. So, so we do it and we succeed and she dies. And then we're like, okay, well, what do we do now? And the like on the little urn, it's like mourn. The spirit can't leave. And we're like, okay, let's see if we can get a ghost to hang around. Not only did we get the ghost to hang around, but in this, in The Sims 4, I did not know this, you can invite the ghost to join your household. So she's now a controllable character that will never die as a ghost, which was really cool to find out. That's <laughs> neat. Was she, was she the, um, was that what you guys were doing when I was talking to you on the phone the other day? Yes. Yes. Oh my that's, God. We were arguing back and forth about The Sims and yeah, that's what we were doing. <laughs> wow. Were you trying to jump in there, Arma- uh, J- Javon? What was that? I saw your mic light up. I wanted to see it. Make sure we weren't talking over you. I don't know. I muted myself to burp. I didn't want to interrupt your story. <laughs> that is appreciated. <laughs> yeah. But um, nah, Sim sounds cool. I've never actually played it. I only play um real real man games like Minecraft, you know. <laughs> there it is. There it is. I, 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 will let you, I will let you know that there is a mi- lot of Minecraft going on in this household and it has nothing to do with me. what was that i was making a joke at brian's expense no worries <laughs> uh, okay but yeah no, no, that that's an old game that like is pretty solid and still still kicking like some of my friends don't get mad because they lost some diamonds or something and we'll stop playing for like a month and they'll be like yo let's hop in minecraft nice. like, all right let's do it <laughs> yeah my um my oldest daughter amelia plays minecraft too and she she loves it and one of our one of our friends that's a guest on here quite often matt he actually built a minecraft server so he has his own minecraft server with all his friends that log into it so i played terraria yeah i think i was too old at the time that it came out and i was like whatever it's fine i'm gonna go like some first person shit so (laughs) so brian what was nerdy with you i didn't forget about you Sorry, it was my my um, space bar was not unmuting me. Um, I am I have a gaming related thing too. Um, so last time I had shared that I had fired up my emulator and was playing um, old like Nintendo games and stuff. Um, this time um, 
So I've been analyzing how I've been gaming and I've been playing so many mindless games, um, not to knock some of these games. I'm uh, Slay the Spire and Hearthstone, but they, I don't think they're good for me. Um, they, you know, I, I sit down and play them for a few hours and then it's like, only 10 minutes went by in my head and I don't think that's been very good for me. So I, I went, I went ahead and uninstalled those games and I had a lot more free time. I was doing a lot more stuff. And then I was like, I really want to play a game. What could I play? That's not going to basically melt my head. So I went on good old games and downloaded, um, some old RPGs from the nineties, um, Planescape Torment and Baldur's Gate. And, Ooh, Baldur's Gate. Yeah, the, the first one. I mean, I know the third one just came out, but I downloaded the first one. And I've been jumping back oh, and forth between I've been jumping back and forth between those two. And right now I'm mostly in Planescape Torment. But yeah, that's that's pretty much my nerdy thing is just um other than shopping for sound dampening for this echo echo chamber of a room. But um yeah, <laughs> I've been I've been playing old games from the nineties that I've played a hundred times before, but still always happen to find things new, even though I've, I've been through them. So um, that's all you know, of our nerdy things. Um, but yes, but hold on. I have a, something. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So talking about like really old games, like Baldur's Gate, right? Um, I tried to, and I don't know, may, maybe gaming has become so sophisticated at this point that I'm just used to the new games. So going back and trying to play the old games is difficult. But I loved uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Loved it, loved it, loved it. I played the hell out of that game. I So I downloaded it for, from, I think it was Steam, and I was trying to play it. And it's so clunky that it was actually too difficult for me to play anymore. And I was oh. like, screw it, I'm done. And I kind of feel bad because I loved that game. I loved that story, the first one and the second one. So I've been thinking about firing that one up. I've never played it before. That's oh, actually so one of the ones the original, I skipped. The original Knights of the Old Republic, uh, she's mm. right, is clunky as hell now. The the way the, the fighting's a little overly complicated nowadays. But back then, it was innovative. New it was super awesome. innovative. Yeah. It's a Bioware game, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the storyline for it is amazing. Um, I hope it hasn't been spoiled for it. Um, I have not spoiled it, so I have read everything because there is a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, of reveals of things from that game's property. So, so, um, I think that's it for our nerdy things. So now we vote, um, Jovan, the way we do this is, um, we're going to give you a number of widgets and you give them to, um, the people you think deserve to win and why you can give them to yourself too. We will make fun of you for doing that though. Um, so you, there are four of us, which means you have five widgets. Who would you like to give them to and why? Uh, what do these widgets unlock? So it's just a, basically a way to vote for who had the best, who had the nerdiest thing. So, um, mm. Yeah, so you could give you could give three to David and two to me, or you can give five to yourself, or you could give five to one person. Um, the winner um, gets to keep the widgets, and they're you know they're they're kind of a science fiction thing. They you know we'll we'll send them to you. They're they're partially radioactive and sentient, and they'll you In know they'll yes, you know, uh, sometimes they'll do your sometimes they'll do your um, housework around your house, or um, sometimes they'll eat all the food in your fridge. <laughs> they do like to nibble the corners off of nice I nice notice that too <laughs> i would say probably um 
I'd like to do a democratic split. You know, I think we're all very, very ner- equally nerdy. Um, but I, but I still got one extra point to give to somebody, right? Exactly. Um, I think, I think I'll give that extra point to the girl gamer in the room because uh, I feel like I feel like you got to be pretty nerdy to play Sims. I've never played that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> Sims, it's, it's all about entertaining yourself in a way. Because it's it's a single player game, right? You can't really play with other people. Yeah. So you're not. You're not. Yeah, you can't play with other people. You you are like in control of the whole world. So got you. Yeah, I would say you get an extra point for that. It is a good game for like <laughs> hanging out with one or two people and making decisions in the game. It's it's a great game to play with kids. That's for sure. Oh yeah, I'm sure that one. That one, some of my friends play. But um, the more single player games that I like though are like the story driven ones. Like uh, what's it called, Witcher or like uh, Death Stranding was pretty dope too. Oh yeah. I played the heck out of The Witcher. I'm a, com- a completionist, so I'm like going through and doing like every piece of armor and upgrading everything and doing every quest. Uh, I just completed it. I think I got platinum on that on the PlayStation. Damn. I think it was like I think it was like a month or two ago. So yeah, I love The Witcher. And my husband played Death Stranding, and I I watched him play it, and I thought it was funny because all of that is very much like just moving stuff from like place to place. And that's what he does in real life. He, he is, uh, does logistics for trucking and stuff. So Mm -hmm. I was like, you're basically doing your job on the computer. I just (laughs) want to point that out. (laughs) Did that make him better at it? He was very good at it. Yeah. Yeah. But my, but my husband never finishes a game ever. He always starts a game. He gets like three quarters through it and it's like squirrel and he's like on to the next thing. So I don't know if I'll actually finish it, but it, he was really into it for a hot minute. All right, David, you have five. Who do you give them to? Yep. I'm going uh, to Joven. I, I understand how difficult that is nailing down one of those PS5s. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give Brian my other two. I am. I am. I, it, it, you know, it brings back all those memories. Um, Erica, five widgets, who and why? Um, well, David gets two because I used to play WoW back when it was beta and I loved it. And then I realized after having a child, because I was playing that before Amelia was born, that it was very difficult to do because it sucks your life in. It's a lot of gilding I've and been playing for raiding. About 12 years now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think it was playing like a year or two before Amelia was born. Like when it came out in beta, you had to be invited. It, right. it, it was, I really loved it. But um, so he gets two. And then uh, Joven gets the other three because uh, I desperately want a PlayStation 5 too. And I feel <laughs> your pain. Yeah, that's definitely been the struggle for all of us. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, anyone who's not PC Master Race. Oh, uh, yeah. That, well, enough. even PC, <laughs> I heard they had some issues with uh, a graphics card that had just released and it got sold out or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not only did yeah, not only was telling me about that, and he, not, one, not, of, one of my friends got scammed too. Uh, yeah, not only did the new ones sell out real quick, as soon as they released, the old ones get get bought up by people that are Bitcoin, so they mm. you know, they disappear. <laughs> yeah, so I think we're all just kind of getting annoyed at bots and resellers equally. <laughs> the struggle is real. All right, Brian, yes. where, where do you put your widgets, my man? Um, I have to give um three to Erica, not just because of. Um, being a good mom, but because of her honorable mention of 
being the gamer mom for the kids on Apex. That that's pretty good. Yeah, solid choice. As a rule, I'm not fond of teenagers. I have to say that they say a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, but who that, is? I mean, that I'm like, but why? Um, but these kids, they're they're cool kids and they're sweet. I I really wish them the best. I kind of feel like, oh, do you need somebody to talk to? <laughs> So. And I am going to give my other two. Um, actually, I'm going to give one um, to David because I know that hey, the wait for Shadowlands has been well. They push just, it back. They push it back a while too. Yeah, just epic. Was it and, like a cyberpunk thing? Right, just kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed. Uh, they only it back. You know, the problem was is forthcoming about repatching of those. Just kind of happened very little. Mm, yeah, I'm pretty frustrated about cyberpunk, and uh, my husband's even more so. Uh, cyberpunk. I know a bunch of for years now. <laughs> oh yeah, Chris has I'm been waiting like well. two or three years. Yeah. And um, I'm gonna give my last widget to Jovan because his PS5 struggle made me nostalgic for my struggles trying to get Comic Con tickets back in the past. <laughs> oh yeah, we had a terrible time with that. Yeah. <clears throat> I. You've oh, been to Comic Con before, haven't you, Jovan? Uh yeah, I went to San Diego's Comic Con. Yeah, what is your what was your experience like? I, I mean I've done I've done cons from the from the guest perspective before, but I've never been to a really, really big con like Comic Con. What's that like? Yeah. Uh there was a lot of people. Um yeah. and you kinda you kinda go back and, and think of it like, whoa, that's so crazy. Cause you know, uh that was before COVID where like it was normal to like be next to each other and everyone's filthy and gross. Um, nobody washes their hands type of thing. <laughs> but um yeah that's one of the reasons i'm glad i don't go anymore <laughs> uh one thing for sure is like when the air doesn't work in the warehouse or like the convention center that's a big problem for sure uh <laughs> but i think i think la- the 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 year that i went was pretty sick there's a lot of uh movie reveals including my own i, I just it wasn't uh at the panel i just kind of skirted away to the other side so while people were talking about shazam in one panel, I was looking at the other one secretly, <laughs> just so I can like nice. do nice. it in secret, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a lot of Walking Dead stuff, of course. Uh, some cool things with that, and uh, a lot of art that I that I liked. I ended up picking up a piece or two, I think, actually, of um, some like OG Shazam, like 1970s type of photos. Oh, very cool. Yeah. I have been trying to go to a Comic Con, and I'm not kidding. Since 1994. And I have not been able to get to the San Diego Comic-Con for almost 20 freaking years. You know, oh, wow. David and I have had an easy in for years, and I don't think either of us have ever done it. What? Um, the gaming. Oh, the, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. No, that would be such an easy in. But oh, man. I don't, right, David. I don't dig crowds that big. So, uh, But, uh, 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 Jovan, uh, have you ever been to Frankenstein's? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I went there. Um, hey, all right, cool. Before, that, that spot's pretty cool. That's actually... I think I did my one of my first signings there, like ever signings. Oh, that's awesome! Oh, it's cool. Yeah. I've been, I've, I've gone to signings there, and it's, it's a neat environment. That's, you know, it's smaller scale, and it's, it's kind of nice. Yeah, and they got a lot of pop dolls at that one. I'm, I'm pretty sure, right? Oh yeah, they got all kinds of. Stuff. Yeah, uh, that's that's one where I picked up a a pop doll or two. I think I picked up like a, uh, what's it called, a Squirtle. Oh, very cool. <laughs> I got my yeah. life. I got my life size baby Yoda pop doll there. <laughs> Sick. I collect uh, Funko Pops, so I have like 
30 of them. And they were on my desk at work before this whole COVID situation happened. And then I had to bring all the stuff I had in my office back home. And I realized that I had nowhere (laughs) to put every single one of them. So I'm building shelves right now so that I can display all my Funko Pops. Up. I, I got a question for you, Joe. Do you have the Pedro Pop? Of course. I have like 50 of them. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> You're, you are our first guest that have had, has had their own pop figure. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, part of it is also because like I, I did a, a pre-signing for this pre-packaged deal where it's like um, these mystery boxes that some people order and they get a monthly and, and every month they have a surprise autograph. Um, the name escapes me, but it's a really oh, cool um, thing that they do. And I was I was fortunate enough to be able to sign 2000 of them, which uh, definitely took a lot of time. I was going to say that would <laughs> take forever. Holy crap. Yeah. And definitely, definitely my wrists were hurting after a little bit. Yeah. Did your signature look like a doctor's signature by the end of it? You're just like, hey. Well, he was actually telling me, like, if you mess up, it's perfectly fine because uh, certain collectors like that because it kind of gives it a different, 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 like, vibe for each one, almost like a personalization right. where you have a squiggle and, and you, you mention something funny. You're like, oops, sorry, um, I slipped, you know, something like that on there. So, um, like, there was a couple of times where the paint from the, the actual pen itself, because we were using the paint ones. Mm-hmm. Uh would just start dripping and it would drip on the top of it. And then after I would see a drip, I would put a circle around it, make it a big deal. And then be like, Hey, sorry about this. Uh, what's it called? Nice. But that, that's awesome. Something like that. Sorry about this. I, my hand slipped or something like that. And then an <laughs> autograph. You know, if I that's meet awesome. anybody who says they want to be an actor, I'd be like, yeah, you're going to have to sign a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. I mean, I, I've signed a lot of things and, and like, you also have to, well, th- there's, there's two different worlds to the signing world. You know, there's, there's the people that are genuine fans that actually just want a signature just to kind of like collect and have for themselves. And there's the, the ones that want a signature to resell. So I, I tend to try to like, in a way, try to see who's that kind of person and then maybe just do like uh, two to three autographs. The five is the most I'll ever do in person for some, there are some opportunists out there that'll like have me sign 20 and I'm like, uh, uh, my my PR will hate me for this. <laughs> yeah, but what's it called? Because um, a lot of the things that I've signed in the past, like I'll see pop up on eBay and stuff, and some of my fans will be like, "Oh, I, I want to buy your signature. Where can I get it?" I'm like, uh, "Don't buy it from anywhere unless you see me at a con." <laughs> yeah, because then it's authentic, and I can at least you know write it out to you type of thing. Those those kind of things are always fun. That's that's one thing I miss about this uh, pandemic that kind of like stopped. I was kind of getting a a feel for the convention lifestyle and going into that. Well, it'll start again. You just have to, it's always darkest for the dark. Oh, we miss it too. It was one of the best ways for us to interact with our listeners. And Mm -hmm. it's just, it's just such a shame. And and there's, it's not the same thing to just be connected on Zoom or some other platform. Yeah. Well, I have good news for you, Jovan. You won our competition with eight widgets. Um, But I also have bad news. I'm looking at the widgets now. And they seem to know who you are, and they look like they're forming into the seven deadly sins. Oh. So, you know, um, be prepared to, um, you know, I know you don't actually have any real superpowers in real life, but, you know, have fun. You don't know that. (laughs) You know, Brian, he's got a point. You don't know that. (laughs) 
but uh, what's it called? Here's a real question though: Which one of y'all can name all seven of them? Oh, oh, oh. gosh. Um, <laughs> all right, can I think Erica can? Um, are we talking about like actual seven deadly sins? Uh, the one, the ones from the movie, at least. Oh gosh, no, <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> I can cheat. I have Google, but not off the top of my head. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. Um, we got <laughs> sloth, gluttony, pride, wrath. Um, envy. Four. Envy. Thank you for the assist. You're I'm welcome. left with two. <laughs> Lust. Mm-hmm. Gluttony. I got that one. Oh, okay. Um, greed is another one. Too. Ah, there we go. That's right. That's what it was. I uh, my favorite in the movie was gluttony. Oh yeah. Yeah, With the big and my, belly and the tongue. Yeah, the ah, oh, the designs were amazing. I, you know, it surprised me how frightening those scenes were in a family film. It was like, oh yeah, especially in the in the boardroom at the beginning of the movie. It was like, oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, that 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 scene really sets the tone. You know, it really it really like it's like a smack in the face saying, hey, this director does horror. Just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have to say, I was like super surprised uh, at how wonderful it was because sometimes these superhero movies come out and they're like, meh, you know, like, yeah. you know, Suicide Squad. The first one was like, eh, it really wasn't great. But like, I was like, all right, I keep hearing great things about Shazam. We're going to watch it. And I was like, all right. So I sat down with my husband and we watched it. And I was like, oh my God, this is great. It's, it was so well done and it was so funny. And there just seemed to be such a really good chemistry. I don't know if it was really that way on set or not, but like, it just seemed like everybody just played off each other so well and i i was super impressed we're definitely we're we're definitely fans now for sure yeah i appreciate that yeah i think it just kind of naturally happened just kind of being stuck in a foreign environment uh we filmed up in toronto um a lot of us came from la so um we were just kind of stuck there and like the only really people that we knew were each other and um, they just kind of set up some some little fun activities for us along the way, and we just kind of went with the flow and just really got along. We we went ended up doing like um, one of those medieval dinner things. We went to one of those, and we were just screaming out the top of our lungs. Uh, <laughs> Was it medieval so times? Fun. Yeah, medieval times. Oh, and we were so just fun. having having a blast. I think Jack Jack and the Grazer and I were like yelling at one horse like. Uh, do better. We were like, "Come on, you're making us look bad." <laughs> and at one point, we got so mad that he threw a biscuit at the wall. We picked it up later, but <laughs> before we, <laughs> we before we jump before we jump the topic, I just want to say I pretty much was Pedro in high school, and oh, yeah. the yeah, so it was it was really cool to see a character like that portrayed. You know, it it was it 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 really hit me home. I was like, okay, they have nailed every single archetype of kid in this movie. And when I yeah. when I met Pedro in the movie, I was like, that's me. That's me when I was in high school. That's true. But I mean, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, he's very he's very antisocial in the first one and, and to himself and and very much a, a thinker. But um, you you can tell that he he really has an appreciation for his family and all that. Um. And then in the second one, once that starts going into, you know, into full motion, uh, they're talking about having a lot more scenes with, with you know, those aspects and stuff and, and cool things with the kids. That makes me really excited. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. 
I was already excited when they said there was going to be a second one. And I was like, oh, yeah. Again, like I said, I was just, I was so surprised, just so surprised at how wonderful it was. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to see, to see it flush out more. I really hope it continues in, in, in the way that it is because it, it's great work, great work. Yeah. And I mean, the way I see it is, you know, that's, that's just the beginning. That first story is kind of, you know, an origin for everything, just so you kind of have an understanding of who Shazam is. Cause a lot of, a lot of um, newbies, I guess, uh, aren't really familiar with Shazam's story essentially. So it's kind of cool that I think, I think this is one of his first movies. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I think so I, for one, am not really a comic guy. Much. I had them once before. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people like my friends or family that, some really, really know it's either like they know Shazam and it's like a family thing that they've known it, or it's like they have no idea at all and they're like, Shaq, what? Yeah, I was like, yeah. Wait, the, the yeah. movie was Shaq, what? <laughs> exactly. Like Shaquille O'Neal's in another movie, what? <laughs> well, I'm yeah. gonna say, let's table the Shazam talk okay, for the sorry. bonus episode because okay. we're we'll we'll dig into it deep. I was, I, I was gonna try and segue us through there in another couple of minutes. Um, <laughs> you know, we're you know, I know the listeners are gonna kill us because we're like we're we're staying to our form, we're staying a topic. They're they're like, I can't believe you're 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 abusing this guest and not letting him talk about his thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so podcasts. Uh, yeah. I mean, just about everybody listens to podcasts nowadays. Hell, we're on one right now. <laughs> Right. That's not true. One of my best friends uh, just started listening to podcasts and she she actually said last night because she she watched uh, my youngest daughter while we ran our D&D game last night and she dropped her off. And she was like, I just want you to know I hate you because now you've got me down this rabbit hole of podcasts. And every time I find a podcast I like, then it links me out to another one that I like. And all I'm doing is listening to podcasts now. Well, you know, we, we're on episode 173 now, and we haven't done an episode on podcasts since episode 35. Wow. Uh, wow. So it was, it was just uh, Larry Curry, Curly and Mo. And I think since then, podcasts have blown up quite a bit. The, I mean, it's been, what, four years? The There are so many different forms of podcasts. And, you know, we're... We're one of the discussion ones. We're probably the most common format. We um, There's interview shows, there's fiction, there's music, there's all sorts of stuff. Um, so, Jovan, my question for you when we start this conversation is, um, how were you introduced to podcasts? And, you know, um, what what was it like when you first got into it? What would you first listen to? Yeah, um, I, I think the first podcast that was ever sent to me was like, um, it was like an audio one. It was before they started doing the video ones and that, that kind of blew up. I got something like an audio one where it was like a smart investment and like uh realtor stuff. So I was talking to some people like mentorships for stuff like that. And um, it was kind of boring, but, but that one was because it was more about like financial stuff. So they were just kind of really talking numbers and how things work, but it was definitely educational and that was really cool. But um, I think later on, some of my friends started sending me clips from uh, what's it called? This one podcast called Joe Rogan, which I'm sure. Oh yeah, some yep. people are aware of. Um, and I I kind of liked it. I was like, yo, it's kind of cool. They're having conversations, just kind of kicking it and having a having a blast. And that aspect, I think, is what really kind of hooked me onto the long form content uh, for the videos and stuff. Um, 
So I, I do I do avidly watch Joe Rogan. I think some of my favorite episodes for sure are when he's got Joey Diaz and the Joey Diaz and he's just, you know, <laughs> having a blast with a with a nice conversation and uh Elon Musk as well. My just, favorite Joe Rogan. Does that Rogan. mean does that oh. mean that you signed up for the for Spotify premium? Because he went uh, exclusively to Spotify. I think it was like last week or something. Oh uh, yeah. Um well I had Spotify premium before that, but um I I, I guess I gotta watch him on Spotify now. <laughs> That's another thing is like some people are a little iffy about is like the whole YouTube transition and all that. But you know, Spotify doing video, I think it's actually kinda cool in the long run because then you can see music videos and and stream music while you're on a PlayStation or on your TV or, or different little locations and stuff. That is something good to know. You know, I didn't know that they were doing that. We just we just got on Spotify for the first time this year and just are now starting to experience that influx of listeners from that platform. Um, the Joe Rogan episode I want to mention. So I hadn't listened to Joe Rogan at all. I I, it had been mentioned on our podcast a few times, and then I, but I like um, I like beatboxing quite a bit. And mm. there's this um, UK beatboxer named Beardy Man, and he did a um, he did a song where he sampled Joe Rogan Experience, and it was an episode Oops. where they talked about um, he, um, Erica. Help me out here, the dude from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Which one? The the main the character the. The character one Johnny about, Depp plays. Yeah, the one Johnny Depp plays. Is it Hunter S. Thompson? Hunter F. S. Thompson. Yeah. Um, they did an episode where they talked about Hunter S. Thompson, and they read Hunter S. Thompson's writing routine, which was wake up, um, do a line of cocaine, um, then um, drink a bottle of champagne, do a line of champagne, do a line of cocaine, and then do a line of cocaine, and then do some weed to take the edge off. Well, Beardy Man took the whole thing and sampled it into a song. And I was like, where in the hell is this from? So I listened to the whole <laughs> episode and talked about it. And it was like, he goes through this whole routine where he just, he just blows through huge amounts of cocaine all day. And then it says, midnight, Hunter S. Thompson is ready to write. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> but um. Yeah, Joe Rogan experience is cool. I like how raw it is. I like how they're not really afraid to talk about anything. We stay away, you know, we we keep our podcast about nerdy topics. We stay away from politics. We cuss yeah. as much as we want, obviously. We haven't in this episode so far for no reason at all. But um Oh, I haven't? Oh shit. I gotta I get know, off. right? Fuck. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um the um but um one thing about that episode, one thing about that show I like is there's no filter. And I'm not brave enough for yeah. that. I can't do political stuff on our show. We're just we I don't wanna get close to it. It feels like a fire that I don't want to touch. But it's it's liberating to watch or listen to a show where no topic is is off limits. They can just they can just dive in, no matter how offensive it might be to some people. And there that there's a freedom of that that you it's just important in media, I think. Yeah, I'd like yeah, to take this moment to say that I have made every effort to make it so that we can talk about whatever we want and you keep shooting it down. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm just a big giant chicken. <laughs> <laughs> sorry Javen I didn't mean to interrupt you you were saying Brian no, you're good. first step is admitting it <laughs> for sure yeah I think it, I think it's crazy uh what's it called 
Joe Rogan's podcast is definitely uh, a very free form content uh, series. And one, one thing that I always admired about it, too, is that, you know, he always mentions that he doesn't give a, give a shit, basically, like what people say. And he just kind of doesn't pay any mind to it. He just does what he does, has real conversations with human beings, which is like, I think in a way, it's kind of what we're missing in 2020 is real conversations with people, because obviously we can't uh, meet up with too many people and face to face interactions and stuff like that. Uh, so uh, in a way, these podcasts have kind of kept kept people humane and like really grounded and, you know, feel like they're not alone and have a conversation that they can either listen into or kind of feel like they are partaking in, you know, and that's something that I think uh, is kind of slept on with these podcasts is they're really they're really dope for that aspect of like, you know, just having some human interaction, even if it's not you interacting with them. Yeah, I I have to agree with you on that. That's one of the things that I think is about the podcast platform, you know, to to Brian's point, there's so many different types of podcasts, right? But the ones where you're, you're able to hear different points of view and listen, you know, to other people and feel like you're part of something when everybody's just so isolated right now, I think is extremely, extremely important. And I think the, the, the biggest thing that we have right now with everybody being so isolated because before the pandemic they were talking about how we were all in our own bubbles right you know with algorithms and et cetera et cetera you know you you only get to hear and see what you want the beauty I think of podcasts is that like you could go to the Spotify you know podcast list and look at all the different ones and maybe try something and listen to something that you wouldn't normally do where there are other, you know, with like Facebook, it would be, I mean, I don't like Facebook and I'm not on Facebook, but, um, but where that's just fed to you almost. So I think being able to expand those, those ideas and those conversations and those thoughts is really, really probably more important than ever right now, because we went from being, you know, just socially isolated to being completely isolated so now we're like in our homes and it's not just what we see on the internet it's we can only see what's on the internet so yeah i totally agree with you on that uh what's it called david you awake yes i'm here what's up (laughs) what do you think about a podcast What's, what's one of your favorite ones Oh, I listen to several podcasts. Um, I have, it depends. Unfortunately, I, I have a job that gives me it. It lends itself to the podcast during the day to help the time go because I work uh, nice. manufacturing repetitive. Um, I listen to a lot of fighting podcasts, uh, the Glass Cannon Network. They basically play Dungeons and Dragons a lot uh, through a podcast. And you can listen. Uh, Critical awesome. Role is that's sick. I listen to our podcast. Uh, I listen to a tech show called Reply All. That's a lot of fun. I listen to the guy, the Cinema Sins guys. From they have a podcast. He has a podcast. That one's fun. yeah. I me, mean, it's a, I I do it more to pass the time. So yeah, fun to listen to behind the scenes. Always always good fun to listen. Fascinating thought process thought processes behind things. Yeah, well that's dope. Yeah, yeah. for sure for sure I feel like. It's it's cool with podcasts because there's so many different uh, variety and choices. Uh, you can kind of listen to whatever whatever suits you a little more, you know. Oh yeah. Whether you like technology a little more, so you can watch a podcast that talks about that, or um, something that talks about politics and stuff like that. If you're into that as well, mm-hmm. or even just like free form podcasts that just kind of brush every subject. That that's one of the beauties of it. 
a lot like radio and it's flavor for everybody. Someone that, you know, yeah. pretty much no matter what you're looking for, someone somewhere, there's a podcast. Yeah, I remember when when I first discovered podcast, I actually uh, was uh, lucky enough. I went to um, I went to a showing for for Red State. And um, that was like super awesome. And I left there going, okay. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that at all. Are you? Uh, yes, I remember that movie. Go yeah, on. yeah. So <laughs> when I went and, you know, you're watching, uh, you know, what who everybody knows as Jay and Silent Bob, right? Uh, up there. And they do like a show with with the movie, right? And it's a Q&A. And, you know, I got to meet Kevin Smith and it was super fun. And I left there going, wow, that was really great. I really enjoyed like that that band. And um, I found out that they had a, that Kevin Smith had a podcast called Fat Man on Batman, yep. and it was the first thing <laughs> I had ever heard like for a podcast. Like I was like, podcast, really? Okay, like what's this all about? And uh, I started listening to it, and I got like super into it. I was like, okay, what else is out there? And then I found uh, the Black Tape which was uh, a drama, essentially, it was like a mystery drama. And I was hooked on that. And it just, it just kind of snowballs to where you get to decide, like, you know, to, to your point, you know, do I want to hear about like technology? Do I want a story? Um, like, I listened to one called Stuff You Missed in History Class, you know, just like, <laughs> like, just <laughs> random, like, cool things. You're like, Oh, my God, I had no idea. So I think it's a it's a really great platform. You know, you get the social aspect for conversational shows like this one. And then you also get the art and the history and the, you know, you just in in the best thing about podcasts versus radio shows. And, and this is this is just my opinion. The best part is if you miss something to go back and listen to it in order. You don't have to like, you know, be on the radio at a certain point or a certain time, you know, to, to catch your favorite show. And I think that really gives everybody flexibility because most of today, you know, we're going away from live TV and stuff. People want to be able to stream. Like I'm in the mood to watch, you know, a superhero movie or a horror movie or, you know, a romantic movie. I would never do that, but you know, (laughs) Whatever, like whatever your mood is, your flavor is, there's always something that you can do. And I feel like podcasts are the answer to what, you know, those other platforms are for video. And I think it's interesting that Spotify is doing the video in a good way because they were so, so successful in music. And then it became, you know, audio, just everything audio. And then it became, you know, everything, you know, video now they're getting into the video world because i remember uh before spot spotify was in the us i heard about it you know you know over in europe and it was like the thing and we they couldn't get approval to be in the us for some reason and i had to wait like a year for spotify to get over here and i signed up like the day i knew the day they were coming over here so i've been a premium member for god 10 years or something so this is very exciting for me because I can't wait to see what they do next, personal. Yeah. Sorry, tangent. I do that. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> it was podcast related. I don't yeah. care. Have fun, Erica. Yeah. Tangents are allowed. All right. Uh, so it's my turn. Um, Erica, what podcasts have you hooked and why? What podcasts have I what? Ha- has you hooked 
oh has me hooked yes um so i have a love and affinity for uh mythology and um you know I don't want to say fairy tales, but I guess fairy tales and folklore and things like that. Um, I have been listening to a podcast called Myths and Legends for years now, years. And I just enjoy, you know, all the different stories because it's not somebody reading the story. It's almost like somebody explaining the story in like today's term. It's like, you know, well, there was a prophecy and he knew that he was... His, his son was going to kill him. So he's going to kill his son first. That seems like a thing to do. You know, it's like this fun little commentary that goes along with the story, which is, which is very amusing. And you, you know, you're picking up these stories from around the world. You know, it's not just like the ones we would know from like North, Norse mythology or Greek or whatever, you know, it, I'm, I've learned things about Japanese folklore. Like I would, I had no idea about. So I really like that one. That one, that one has me hooked. Um, the other one that has me hooked is actually brand new. It's a Spotify original. It's called Rock This with Allison Hagendorf. Um, I don't like listening to the radio as itself. Um, I feel like a lot of the music that gets put out there, while some of it's good, a lot of it is just very cookie cutter. And I'm not a big cookie cutter music person. So what I really like about it is I'm a huge rocker. So this is her take on what's out there that's super cool and what she's enjoying. And she's been in the music industry for like 40 years now or something like that. And so she kind of has like all these hookups and she gets to hear all this music that you may not hear on the radio. And then she shares it with you. And so for me, that's, that's really exciting because I, I love music. I immediately (laughs) looked that up and Mm -hmm. am blown away that they had Billy Corgan in an episode and I have mm-hmm. to, I have to check yeah. it out. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. They just, Smashing Pumpkins just released a new album. So it's exciting. I, you know, as, as a child of the nineties, it, I miss alternative and a podcast about alternative music just sounds fantastic. I, mm-hmm. I've been, you know, it, when I was a kid, I never listened to um, hip hop. And nowadays, it seems like it's all I listen to. It's weird. It's like I back in the day, I would have said that I hate that kind of music. And then nowadays, it's all I listen to. But I I crave the nostalgia of the alternative. That that just seems like a really cool podcast. It, 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 does it require premium, Erica? Uh, I think Spotify originals do. Oh, I, I might do. I might have to get Spotify Premium just to check out that show. That seems like a really good show. Yeah, it, it's very cool. It's funny that you mentioned um, hip hop, uh, I guess, having a resurgence almost. It, it seems like I'm hearing more and more about it as, as you know, just recently. Because Chris said something to me the other day. He's like, you'll never guess what I just discovered. And I was like, what? And he goes, I just discovered Run the Jewels. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, I was like, they've been around forever. And he's like, what? And I was like, yeah, I've, I've shown you songs before. And he's like, oh, well, now I'm into it. So it's fine. And I was like, hmm. okay. <laughs> Your turn to ask a question, Erica. I know. I'm thinking, Brian. <laughs> this is me thinking. I know. It's it's me. So, you you know. I know. I know everything about you. So. If, if you haven't figured it out, Jovan, Erica and I are siblings. <laughs> 
I will never guess that. <laughs> um, all right, Brian. So my question to you is what is the pod like what is a what type of podcast makes you go, nah, I can't listen to um that's a good question. I know it's an it's a question I know I can answer because I click through them. Um I think the first thing that stops me is when and this is going to sound awful because I think we do this on our podcast is when a podcast can't get to it. <laughs> they, they you know they have a topic, they've announced what the topic is and they spend a half hour talking about something else and that's something that wow. we are 100% guilty wow. of doing. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Calling us out. <laughs> Damn, bro. Talk you about know, throwing shit. Shit. But you know, it it works for a format. It's something we came up with over time. I like um I really like um how is this made? And they um they talk about the they talk about stuff that doesn't have to do with anything for so long that I end up skipping ahead. And I can't do that while driving. So that's a hard podcast for me to listen to. Um, but yeah, like I said, we're guilty of it ourselves. So it's it it's just such a hard thing to admit that the thing we do is something I don't like in podcasts. <laughs> um well, you don't like it when we do it, and we're the ones that do it all the time to you. If you had it your way, this would just be like question, answer, question, answer, this whole structure. And we're like, nah, we're throwing a wrench in all your plans. Yeah, you know, it, it's <laughs> it's a test of my patience to make me stop being such a control freak, right? That's that's, that's what right. the, that's what this entire purpose of the podcast is. Um, <laughs> Discovered the dastardly plan. You know, and and all joking aside, the the whole idea of what we do before we actually get the topic was my responsibility <laughs> so yeah um what else um you know if um if a podcast um you know i i don't say no to a lot of them but i think that's the one thing that makes me skip a podcast um i um yeah yeah i think that's it um i yeah yeah, I, I, I'm embarrassed now. Um, <laughs> I mean, you should be, but that's beside the point. So I'm going to get to our um, our second our second run of questions. And uh, Jovan, we change things up here. Um, when you're done answering, feel free to ask anybody a question. We throw that structure out the window, and um, yeah. we'll just we'll just keep running through questions until I call time. Um, so the question I have for you is. If you were gonna start up, what would it be? Mm, uh, I think it would be a little bit of a blend of all the things that I I just generally love to talk about. You know, um, one of those things would definitely be video games. Uh, the second thing would definitely be news in the acting world and stuff with that. And then the third thing would be music. I think those are the three really big um, talking points that I have in my life that I, I just enjoy talking about. I love what I love watching movies and, and watching TV shows. And I love listening to music. I love um, talking about music. I love playing video games. I love talking, you know, it's all things that I love and, and that um, I'm, I'm down to share with people. And that's, that's something that if I started a podcast, it would probably be about that. And there would probably be like 50 Squirtle plushies around the room too. I think that would be really sick. Nice. Is Squirtle your favorite? I would say probably from the Pokemon world. Yeah. 
Yeah. One of my favorite ones. Squirtle yeah. Gang all the way. Dude, fist bump. <laughs> fist bump, man. Respect, right? You know, somebody somebody call someone and have Joe Vaughn play Squirtle in a Detective Pikachu too. All right. Squirtle. I'm so <laughs> With the sunglasses, oh, I think that that's my favorite awesome. variation of Squirtle. <laughs> oh, I I didn't know anything about Pokemon until uh God, I think it was like four years ago, maybe three years ago. And um, I always get, I always try to be interested in whatever it is my daughter's interested in. I miss the Pokemon train. I was, I was, when Pokemon came out in the U.S., I was too old to be interested in it, I guess, at that time. I I disagree with that so much because I'm older than you. I'm older than you. And I was introduced to the cartoon and ate that crap up. Yeah, I'm cooler than you. So, you know. (laughs) So anyways, I tried to take interest and my daughter was really into Pokemon. So I was like, great, we're going to play this Pokemon Go. So whenever it came out and I start playing Pokemon Go with her and uh, they had a Squirtle event where you got to catch the Squirtle with the sunglasses. So I now have like... I have like a war turtle because I evolved it and it has sunglasses. It's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's sick. Um, yeah, I think Squirtle's one of my favorite. And then Pipluff is another one. That That's what I grew up with is like watching that show, the cartoon version of uh, Pokemon. And then even even trading cards in, in school, which some of my cards I should have kept. Yeah, yeah. My <laughs> daughter, My daughter collects the cards and I know it's a game. But she tried to go play the game with other kids, and the game wasn't as interesting as just collecting the cards. So she has like I don't know nine hundred <laughs> cards or something at this point. She's <laughs> wow. like she could takes them to school. Well, not right now, but she would take them to school and they trade. They'd be like, okay, I'll give you this for this, you know. And it she doesn't care. She just wants whatever Pokemon she loves the most, which I think is. <laughs> just hilarious so that's that's the best way to do it for sure i'm i'm trading I wanna, cards for that's fun i want to embrace this tangent and just share that my favorite pokemon is bulbous heck yeah um there was that's an actually episode, a really powerful one there was an episode of the show where bulbazar and pikachu had a conversation and i think it was the funniest thing i've ever seen in my life <laughs> <laughs> my favorite pokemon is uh jigglypuff mm, so. that one's pretty good yeah, but my not because it's super special, but life. just because it draws on people's faces. And you're the same height. And I'm the same height. <laughs> <laughs> David, you want to throw in here? I said my Pokemon spirit. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> What's the one with the, with the really freakishly long tongue? Uh, Lick a tongue? Lick a tongue, yeah. That one freaked me out as a kid because I, 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 hated, I hated tongues. Oh. So, like, that one gave me nightmares. But other than that, the rest, the rest of the Pokemon are lit. i am realizing that i have never listened to a pokemon podcast and i bet there's some awesome ones out there oh yeah i've been on a pokemon oh yeah oh yeah you were a guest on a pokemon podcast once a couple times yeah see i grew up with this so i grew up with power rangers and pogs i i I get the the tail end of power rangers too i i was i I was there powering but it also me as well i remember I remember waiting like for it to come out. Like we knew it was going to air. Like they had made such a big deal about it on like the kids, you know, Saturday morning or whatever. It was like Power Rangers started. We were like, oh my God, it's that day. We like rushed home and we were like, oh my God. We were so excited. We would all run home. All all of us would go to one person's house. Yep. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
Well, Jovan, it's your turn to ask somebody a question, I think. Yeah, pick, oh, okay, pick carefully. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do whatever um, you want. Hmm. Well, I, I would say, like, uh, what's it called? What's a, what's a TV show that you watched as a kid? And this, this can kind of just, like, be a question for everybody. We'll go down the line, essentially. Um, what's a what's a TV show or, like, um, a cartoon that you watched as a kid that maybe some other people aren't? Uh, prone to watching or have maybe not even heard of oh joe ben's taking the us off the rails of the topic i dig it all right david why don't you take this one first oh man um okay uh two of my big childhood the starship troopers roughneck based a lot mm. and then the other one was monster uh monster <laughs> that sounds sick what is that about it was a lot like pokemon but it was enough and had the way they but it was essentially a bunch of nice I'll jump in and answer. Um, there was a show called Mask, and it oh was God. it was about these. I, I don't even know how to describe it. It was like it was sort of like GI Joe, where it was this group of people who defended the world, but they had um, vehicles that transformed into other things. It was you know it was clearly a mashup of GI Joe and Transformers. Um, but it's I'm. It was such a big deal when I was a kid. I'm surprised that nobody talks about it anymore. They had those. Yeah, there was another one um, called Centaurian that I brought up on the podcast before that no one ever heard of. It had, um, it was about cyborgs and they had these suits that had uh, modules that they could put like jetpacks and submarines and stuff to. And it had toys that went with them that were basically action figures that had holes all over them and you could plug in different things. So from a merchandising perspective, it was great because kids wanted the action figures and they wanted the different things they could plug into the guys. But it was a huge deal when I was a kid. And I don't think anyone's heard of it anymore. That's crazy. I yeah, Centurion. <laughs> it was it was a neat show. And, it, and the, the bad guys were all like half machine. And um, one of them was like, he was literally half human and half machine and the toy split in half and you could put different machine halves on him and it was kind of scary looking. Erica, shows you um, shows you watched when you were a kid that you don't think anyone's ever heard of and then pass it on to Jovan. I don't think, I don't, I don't watch a lot of TV. Like I definitely watch like Saturday morning cartoons like uh, X-Men, like I watched X-Men every Saturday and I was excited about Gargoyles I watch Tailspin, Eureka's Castle, stuff like that. But I don't think it's anything that like like people haven't heard of. It was like the golden age of kids' cartoons on Saturday morning. So I don't, mm, I don't think I have anything cool like any of that. Mm. Well, I don't know. Ducktales and Tailspin, all that is pretty damn cool. Yeah, I mean it is. Like I, I loved watching it, but I, but again, everybody had heard of it. I don't think I've ever watched like a kids' cartoon. <laughs> where they had like like i watch stuff now with my kids like i don't think people have really heard of if you don't have kids but you know it's i don't know i don't have anything cool <laughs> there you go jovan what what about you 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 came up with the question what's your answer to it <laughs> uh for sure for sure pokemon is one one show that i, I watched as a kid another one is uh is Yu-Gi-Oh, which for for some reason a lot of my friends um I've actually never heard of it. And I'm like, what? How'd you not hear about Yu-Gi-Oh? That's my childhood. <laughs> I remember I used to have this uh, like necklace, which is kind of like a part of the show. Um, that's like an upside down triangle. And it's like a box. And it had a bunch of like trading cards in it. Nice. And I would take these cards. I would take them to school. 
and I would show all these kids like my cards that I had and they would like show me their cards and then I'd be like, yo, that's a pretty sick card. This is a pretty sick card too. You want to trade? And then we would just kind of trade cards for like whatever we thought was more powerful essentially or, or we would we would duel each other and then whoever has like the 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 cooler the cooler card will like put put that down and then essentially um we would gamble for it <laughs> yeah so Yu-Gi-Oh was a big part of my childhood it's definitely pokemon too i think the the whole nintendo world is kind of like a big a big part of my childhood i played mario mario kart with my cousins growing up uh staying with my grandmother on the game boy and on the wii and that's like pretty much you know my my come up well i'm gonna pass the next question to um david um what um ask a question about the topic or anything you want to anyone because you know jovan took off the rails and i'm happy to take it off the rails rails what rails where we're going we don't need Thank you, David. <laughs> I think we're getting a preview of what Joe Venn's podcast is going to be like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, Joe Vaughn, uh, what podcast do you actually? Uh, definitely Joe Rogan's podcast for sure. And then I also listen to, uh, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar, H3H3, um, which he's like more of like a shit talker podcast, which I, I kind of like those. It's funny just to hear some people like, talk shit or like talk about some drama and then just kind of have it in the background and then chime in every now and then my friends will hear it they'll be like what are they talking about I'll be like i don't know something about aliens <laughs> another uh, another thing too is i like i like the alien talk the conspiracies and stuff like that it's fun to, it's fun to dive into that and see like different people's thoughts on conspiracies yeah. have, have you ever listened welcome to night vale no i don't think so yeah, it, it it's a it's a pretty popular one. It's it has like aliens. It has all sorts of just weird, creepy stuff in it. It's supposed to be like this radio station in the middle of the desert with all this weird town and all sorts oh, wow. of stuff. It's it's really funny. It's it's, yeah, a it's funny. It's fictional. It's it's yeah. it's like a audio drama, but it's like weird HP Lovecraft Cthulhu type stuff, and it it can get pretty wild. I I was introduced to it years ago when we did our first episode about podcasts and I got hooked on that one. It's, it, it's neat because everything is taken absolute seriously as if it's reality in that world, but there, there's some wild stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. But Erica mentioned the black crazy. tapes earlier. And um, if I was to do another podcast, I would love to do something like the black tapes because the black tapes presents itself as a podcast done by um, somebody who'd had had podcasts before, but then they start having supernatural encounters on the podcast. Like things start happening to them. It was really, it was really good. It's, and it's not done. They're just slow. They put years between seasons and it's, they've done other shows in the meantime that are similar where it'll be someone reporting a podcast and they're like investigating some supernatural thing. And then supernatural things start happening to them and they play it off as it's 100% real. And if you didn't know it was fiction, you'd start getting really freaked out. I would love to do an audio drama style podcast where you presented it as a podcast, but stuff happened. Mm -hmm. You know, unlike our show where everything that happens is 100% real. 100% all the time. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> well, um, I think... On that case, I think we can end topic so we can um, yeah, talk. Say, I think yeah, we can talk about our um, our own 
actual real technology, which is our extra dimensional portal, um, that is not audio drama, that it's actually a real thing that we actually have and we use to um, communicate with other dimensions in reality and fictional. Uh, Erica, you've been experimenting with the portal since I have, in the last episode, we established that my controls were lost when Uh I moved. Uh And you were under the suspicion that your daughter stole our controls. Yeah. So I thought, I thought Amelia had them again. And we were going to have to go through that whole thing with, you know, the, the interdimensional police and stuff. And I am happy to report she did not have them. So we are good on that case. However, I have a suspicion that Rowan got a hold of them. Now, now, for, to remind everybody, how old is Rowan? Three. And what happened? She, I couldn't find her for like an hour in the house. Like I couldn't find her, couldn't find her. I looked in all of her hiding spots and we, we, we couldn't locate her at all. And then all of a sudden she was just sitting on the couch. I had just walked through that room. So I haven't found any additional evidence, but she did just randomly appear on the couch again and seems to be like expressing herself a lot clearer. It's almost like she like leveled up her ability to communicate because Jovan, I don't know if you've been around a lot of three-year-olds, but it's usually like, what are you doing? Playing. And that's it. And now she's like, oh, I'm playing with Play-Doh. Would you like to join me? So there's a big, <laughs> there's a big jump up in her vocabulary. So I'm getting very suspicious that she may have hidden them somewhere. But I did look in all of her favorite hiding spots, which is under the futon couch and then under the table in the game room. Still nothing. So I'll keep you posted. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, what's it called? Some of my little nieces and nephews, uh, I've seen them be like three, four years old where they're just like, goo goo, ga ga, blah, 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 chewing on things, uh, to now having conversations with me. And uh, some of them even becoming woke and uh, and lecturing me on things. And I'm like, whoa, I <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dang, my little cousins always hit me up like, Javon, that is not politically correct. <laughs> I'm like, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, cousin. <laughs> I'll do better. <laughs> and it's oh, I know, Rowan. When whenever I'm I'm trying to like discipline her older sister because she's a teenager and yeah. you know teenagers, and I'll be like, no, you know, you're grounded or whatever. She'll like come up. She goes, you can't talk to my sister like that. That's mean, and you're not in charge anymore. And I'm like, what? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, they're they're really. They're really growing at a at a crazy level and just just having so much intelligence because you know it's all it's all really handed to them. They they have technology kind of at a at a higher level than you know, like my mom when she was growing up. You know, technology wasn't a real big thing back then. Um, in their childhood, now this childhood, that's all it's about. You know, being on the phone, this and that, seeing all these things. And to that point, it's kind of scary because. Uh, you know, you don't know what's on the internet for your kids to see. And, and you know, I feel for those parents that don't, that have no idea, like, what this realm is that they're kind of unlocking for their kids. <laughs> but well, um, I know I have a, I have ours locked down hard. Yeah. Very and hard. Those, those parents that do that are smart for sure. Cause well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of crazy things on the internet, but there's also like some, some cool content and stuff that definitely be beneficial for the kids to, to look at. Yeah. We watch, uh, oh, 
Amelia, my oldest, likes to watch Today Explained with me. So we'll we'll watch that or, um, you know, anything that's like informational or she likes video game stuff. Brian introduced her to Game Theory. Thanks, Brian. Nice. Um, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. She found Game Theory on her own. I introduced her to CinemaSins, which oh, okay. was probably worse, but it, it turned her into a little <laughs> film critic, yeah. which I thought was pretty fun. That's awesome. It, she, she jumped from that to film theory to game theory, and now she's a huge MatPat fan, and um, which I'm fine with because he's pretty PC. I haven't really, or, you know, G-rated, whatever. I haven't really seen or heard him do anything that I would be concerned about. So I let her watch that, but it's a rabbit hole because then she starts like watching, you know, because YouTube suggests people and stuff. Then she starts watching other things and I'll walk by and be like, what was that? Uh-uh, turn that off. <laughs> like, you know, you just like catch snippets. I'm like, no, no, no. So you, to, you know, to what you were saying, Joven, like you, you have to watch what the kids are absorbing because there's a lot of BS out there. And then there's a lot of good stuff too. Yeah. And it's just, it's just a really crazy uh, environment that, you know, there's no, I don't think there's any like real uh, map put out for parents in any way, like to like how to, how to navigate that world. So it's just kind of like, you know, play it by ear or by, by whatever, you know, that parent thinks, thinks of doing and all that. But, um, what's it called? But yeah, my cousins, they're very, uh, they're very hip to all the new stuff. <laughs> and it's crazy. Cause they'll, they'll message me and be like, yo, uh, when are you going to visit us? And then one of my, one of my, my little nieces, uh, she's like obsessed with Tom Holland and like, oh. Spider-Man and all that. Yeah, I told her I auditioned for that a couple of years ago, and she freaked out. She was like, "What? You never told me that." I was like, "Yes, I did, but you were you couldn't even te- t- talk. You didn't have teeth." <laughs> can you can you share what you read for? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was back in 2016, I think, or something like that. It was it was a while ago, but I read for the Spider-Man role of uh, the best friend. Um, it was down to me and one other person. Um, but what's it called? They ended up going the second route, and that ended up being the, the the kid from Hawaii uh from a college the I forget his name but um he plays the best friend he was in Endgame as well uh it would have been that role oh wow yeah 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 but you know I I have a firm belief in like, everything happens for a reason and two to three years later here I am with a DC contract <laughs> there you go uh, yeah there you go exactly in, in in my opinion the best DC movie ever made Right. Yeah, Thank I you. have That's to a, second that. It was far and away the We did an episode a while back on the DC versus Marvel thing and I think it was all it was before Shazam came out and we were basically saying Wonder Woman changed the game because we weren't big fans of the DC movies and then Wonder Woman mm-hmm. came out and it was just incredible and it actually got a lot of us to watch it because it was like the people who saw it were like it's really good and these were people who were pro Marvel before and then when Shazam came out I I was skeptical because we you know, DC movies have been a little rough. And um, I went to see it and was like, holy cow, they got it right. I'm so mm-hmm. happy because I've been such a fan of DC comics. It's nice to see them portrayed correctly. And as soon as I saw Zach Levi, I was like, I have to see this. I know it's going to be good. There's no way they can mess this up. It, and when I finally saw it and I'm watching it and the shazam family reveal at the end i was like oh i'm so sold i can't wait a hundred percent i was so it was so good so good and and you know dc hasn't had a great a great run 
but I'm looking forward to it. I think there's so much amazing stuff that's going to start coming out. I feel like they found their groove. I really, Um, really do. I'm definitely thinking about getting HBO Max so I can watch that Zack Schneider cut when it when it's released because at that oh yeah you know Wonder Woman too you get to watch all of them it might have been yeah it might have been one of the reasons why that movie was so disjointed the Justice League was so disjointed because you know he had a family tragedy and they had to do reshoots they had to bring in another director and of course another director is going to have a completely different style and it's going to get this mismatched a tonal feel and you end up with not a great movie and it's unfortunate that it happened and it's great that he's having the chance to reveal that to the world so i'm i'm really looking forward to that so we're at the end of our discussion but before we wrap things up jovan i know you've got some exciting things going on i would like to give you a chance to talk about uh yeah um you know in the acting world i've been really really grinding and trying to stay busy as much as possible during this this pandemic and all that um definitely filming on some some tv shows uh, a couple shows that i got coming out pretty soon is actually one called coyote which is on amazon uh that one's also a th- i think gonna be on the abc network uh but that one's gonna be really cool it's about cartel and stuff like that i play a flashback character i get punched in the face in slow motion and uh, i spit out blood so it's pretty sick oh neat. Cool. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that must have been fun to film Oh heck yeah! They uh they flew me or actually took me on the train uh up to Tijuana and then I I got to do stunts which I was actually not told before. It just kind of happened like they were like, oh I guess you have this stunt. Are you okay with doing it? I was like, heck yeah, I'm down. You know, I'm I'm usually down for a stunt when it's something that is manageable. You know, putting putting a little blood in your mouth and spitting out a tooth. I think I think I can do that. <laughs> so. <laughs> But uh, ba- doing backflips and all that, I'll leave that to the professionals. <laughs> but um, yeah, there was a, a ton of stunt coordinators there. They had gels for my knees, too, because I'm supposed to be getting out of a cop car, uh, not to give too much uh, away. Uh, and I have, you know, restraints on my arms. So I have to be able to to do some of these actions without hurting myself. So they, they definitely kept me safe by putting gels and pads everywhere and stuff like that. But it's going to be some of my my first like stunt work. So that's that's pretty cool. And uh, I get punched in the face. That's <laughs> awesome. I I heard a a little bird told me that you got a you have a music video coming out. Yeah, yeah. I also have music coming out as well. But um, that that's something that we're just now barely getting into. Uh, we went up to Fresno to film the music video. I got that done. The song is complete. We're just we're just lining everything up. Essentially, uh, it's gonna be really sick. It's 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 one of those music videos that has a little more to it than just uh an image you know it's it's very story driven and that's something i've always kept with all my videos um that my fans have noticed and i love that my fans notice because i get messages like yo your videos are so sick they're not just like regular music videos they have a story to them and when when you watch it a couple times you start to like see the development of that story in your head those Um, are my favorite music videos those are absolutely my favorite and that's that's exactly what this one's gonna be. It's kind of like it's got a almost like thriller vibe, but it's it's definitely um, a mixture of some some other videos you've seen in the past and a little bit of something you've never seen before. You know, it's it's some cool stuff, mystical, lots of um, kill shots as well, which uh, 
it's it's a little more into the gory stuff, which is you know pretty sick. It's it's a mixture between Halloween and Christmas. It's it's oh very. Oh my god, you have you have me. You, oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, cause, yeah, because I mean the song the song's about Krampus. And I'm not sure if many <gasps> oh of you god, are. Oh my god, really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if many of you are familiar with Bruce von Krampus, but that's essentially what the song's about, and um, the spirit of Krampus kind of embodied in this live concert that's going on at the music video. Um, and then just some some crazy some crazy things happen in this video. People die, uh, people go missing. So just so something really crazy about this this location. But um, that's coming out on December twenty fifth. The video. Uh, will be on the 25th and the song will be released the day before that december 24th available everywhere so i can't believe i talked about how much i love folklore and you you let that one wait until right now (laughs) (laughs) right if if people want to reach out to you online um you know like in the in the social medias or anything like that where would they find you uh yeah for sure i would say Instagram's the where I'm the most active for sure. Javon Armand official. If you're looking for that, uh, that's J O V A N A R M A N D. And all, I'm also on Twitter. I'm on TikTok. All the other social media stuff. Um, what's it called? My mom runs my Facebook, so you won't get me there at all. You'll just get my mom. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's where you can find me. I got a website as well. My music is uh, under Javon Armand. You can check that out. Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you listen on. Where, where, where do we find that website? Uh, my website is www.javonarmand.com. That's J-O-V-A-N-A-R-M-A.com. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. And um, your YouTube channel is Jovan Armand too, right? Yes. Cool. Well, Jovan, it was amazing to have you on. We are out of time. If you want to hear more conversations with Jovan, I, I mixed your name wow, <laughs> with Jovan. Look at that. You wow. it all together. Yeah. I mean, at least it was at the very end. It wasn't like the entire time. Uh, if yeah. you want to hear more conversation, um, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash radio. We're going to have a, a bonus episode where we talk for a few minutes with um, Jovan. We're going to share some behind the scenes of this episode. And um, yeah, so... I have been Super Vegan Brian. I was joined by David the Above Third. Bye, everybody. Cursey Smurf Erica. Bye. And special thanks to Pedro himself, Javon Armand. Toodaloo, everybody. Have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Nerd Podcast Radio. Stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Stay awesome. Stay, off. stay frosty.